I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Yeah, you got a couple things for the tangent? Um, Suggestions. Oh, you do? It's two things. I don't know if there's anything intriguing. Well, let's just, okay, hold on. Let's just, uh, Rufio, hit the thing. Let's, we'll just do, we'll plan the tangent while we're doing the tangent. Here's the intro. It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the sh- we couldn't talk about on air. All right, Paulina, let's hear it. What are, what are your ideas? Let's hear your ideas for the tangent. Well, they're not my ideas. We submitted a poll on the Fred Show Radio Instagram. Uh-huh. And we got two answers. I don't think we can really do this right now. Oh, you're saying that you finally, you finally, so last tangent, which yeah. was Monday, we asked you to mm-hmm. post something for the tangent yeah. fans, mm. the fangents, mm-hmm. to ask us questions that we could then answer on the tangent. But when I asked you a minute ago what those questions were, you said, oh, I didn't do it. Right. Um, so then you did it five minutes ago. Yep. And we already, and we have two <laughs> questions. Well, Shall Fred, we wait till next week until we get a few more? I think so. If you would have posted on your personal Instagram. Oh, no. oh you know what? You know. Messy roofing. <laughs> Yeah, no. you need to post on your personal one. Nobody knows what you're talking about. What, what, are the, what are the two questions? Let's just see it. I want to deep dive into that dating one. Are you, going on, you? are you going on vacation again soon? Because I, I missed you, but now I don't. Now I remember why I don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the dating topic. What are the two questions? Picker. Let's hear it. Um, okay. We can talk about my picker and my pecker because both are at play here. Don't All right. So our first one is, I'd personally like to hear from your significant people in your lives, spouses, partners, parents. Uh, episode 50-something. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's up yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, Amy, Amy uh, Mama Fred still needs to be on the show. She oh, does. Which, by the way, she's more than willing to do it. Yeah, why isn't she on? Because I don't want to wake her up because it's uh, 7 o'clock in the morning in Arizona, so I don't want to wake her up. But we'll do it. We'll we'll figure it out. We will. What was the next question? I don't understand this one. I've been listening for 10 plus years, okay. and I've never heard the Evan and Jaren story. Please, please. 
What's that? These are the two. <laughs> really? <laughs> Those were pretty bad. Yeah, I, I, that's what bad. I thought. Yeah. Uh, do you know who sing whose song that is? Evan and Jaren. Can what I song I'll play sing? part of it? Yeah. Do you know the song? No. Evan and Jaren. Do you know? You know? There's no way you do. Who's no. Evan and Jaren? We know. No chance. Yeah, you guys could probably it's tell the story. It's not even Jared. It's Jared. I think, by Jared. the way, guys, yeah. I, I I am self-proclaimed man of 10 stories. I think it may have expanded, though, to more like 15. I just yeah. want to say. I don't even think I've ever heard this story. I you have. Have, have I? Yes. You have. Uh, oh, it's like waiting by the phone. I have to listen to half of it, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, this is, this is if replay. I, do, do, we, do we even have this song? We don't have it. It's called Crazy for This Girl. It's not in there? I don't see no. it. It doesn't matter. I don't even know if we can play it. She looks at me. She got me thinking about So these guys had a hit in what was it? Maybe 96? Something like that. I was I was in high school, I think. We were they had like a two. hit. And it was a big yeah. song uh, at the time. A really big song. It was kind of a one-hit wonder. That was it. They're brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think they they went to law school. They, they like what? they had like a successful... They they were smart guys. 2000. Was it 2000? Yeah, okay, so I, I was, thought it was so, 90s too. I thought it was too. So then um, fast forward to 2004. I get my first job in... Ra- full-time job in radio at... at uh, the new 96.7 Kiss FM, all of Austin tip music, not just some of it. For that ass. For that ass. <laughs> um, in Austin, Texas, I was doing nights, uh, and Evan and Jaron call our boss, Tommy Austin. He doesn't like that I tell this story because it was actually was not- your boss down there? Yeah. Oh. He, you didn't yeah, know that? No. Yeah. Where have you been, uh, It was actually, I think, pretty uncomfortable for him, but um, <laughs> apparently he had helped them with the first single, so they called him and said, hey- um, we're trying to relaunch our career. We have a new single. Will you play it? And and I think they were representing themselves. And and he's like, I don't know. You know, and like, what if we come play a show for you? Okay. And he's like, I I don't know. So we're brand new to this radio station. We don't know anything. So he goes to the sales department and is like, Hey, do we have any events coming up where we need a, a band? And they're like, Yes, the Holiday Lights Extravaganza in Austin, Texas, is is coming and we need to provide entertainment for the stage it's attended by a hundred thousand people and so tommy's like wow really we're gonna go viral like who else are we gonna get (laughs) yeah make a viral video yeah Yeah. so he's like uh well who are we gonna get you know and we can't we don't have any money so he calls him up and he's like well we do have this holiday lights thing and it's attended by a hundred thousand people and they're like oh my god that's a, incredible. We're there, and they paid their own way, and the whole thing because they, oh, you know, we're trying to like relaunch their careers. Oh. And so, they show up, and our promotions director picks them up at the airport, unbeknownst to all of us, what they, what they were told about this event. And I have never, I'd never been because it was my first year there, and it was like a, one of those drive-through lights things, and it was like this whole orchestrated deal where you drive through, and they have this, the city sets up lights. It's a very cool thing, and mm-hmm. at the end, there's a stage and food and the whole deal. And so they get out of the, the, they get in the car and they're like, you guys, Evan and Jaren are like, we're so super grateful. Like, I can't believe you guys are, I mean, like, this is like football stadium, like stuff, a hundred thousand people. Like, thank you so much. And and the promotions director had been there for a while and she's like, uh, okay. Like, uh, I don't know what you were told, but all right. So, (laughs) so they, so we all show up to this thing at the same time and I'm supposed to introduce them on this stage. The stage is probably 20 feet by 20 feet. There were about 30 folding chairs in front of it. Their no. dressing room was this little trailer next to it and a porta potty. The event is attended by 100,000 people annually over 45 days. Oh. They, they opened 
for a puppet show. <laughs> they were so pissed. At one point, they weren't even going to go out. And when they went out, the only people who were there were waiting for the puppet show. <laughs> this is not a joke. And they went out and they, they I give them credit. They were troopers. Evan and Jared went out and they sang Crazy for This Girl. They sang their new single acoustically. And then they were furious. But no one really lied to them. We just, it wasn't in an intentional, intentionally deceptive. Yeah. We just, I guess my boss just didn't know and, you know, gave him the slug line that we had. And, um, that sounds about right. They were not happy. <laughs> and I, I think they threatened to sue us for something, but I don't remember that. And I don't want to be wrong about that. They weren't happy, and I don't blame them. But at the same time, I don't know how in your mind you could have thought that we had an event with 100,000 people at the time, and we could have had like Sean Paul for 100,000 people, but we chose Evan and Jaron, who didn't have a song. I mean, come on. Yeah. But anyway, they were they were nice enough guys until then, and then they were not nice anymore, and they were very mad. <laughs> did you play their song, though, just to kind of make up for it? Uh, maybe I did. I can't remember. Okay, well, maybe I didn't. At the, time, this, at the time, I was broadcasting from a large trailer jukebox, so it was a really classy time in my career. You know the ones I'm talking about? You ever seen one before? Yeah, like the right. radio stations had like the... You know, it was like an actual boombox that was that you towed behind a, a truck. It was like a boombox remote setup. Have That's you ever seen these before? Um, yeah, I, and it's like a glass window people could see inside. It's right? like a boom. It looks yes. like an actual boombox, yes. and then you climb inside this thing, and there's a microphone, and you're like, "Hey, everybody, we're live!" And yeah. a little t- antenna comes up out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was during this, so that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, there were some high points in my career and some low points. I don't think I've ever heard that story. Yeah, that story I feel either. bad for them. Because, Do you though? Well, well, of course. I mean, I, I I'm sorry they were disappointed and they paid their own way in their whole and they are smart guys and I, I and I don't know. Anyway, they got a very expensive dinner out of it. I do know that. Is that why you always play them on the throwback throwdown? Like, is that like a? I like to show them love. <laughs> I like to show them love. It's your favorite song every week. I'm like, uh, you, you make it seem like that, even though we played that thousands like of songs. But you know, like whatever. It's fine. Well, thanks, Fred, for answering that question. Yeah. Well, that's the story, and wow. and you know what? Good for. I hope they're doing well. I think they are. I think they're. Ri- I think they're rich anyway. I think maybe now they're they're representing other artists or something. So good for them. So they're they're helping other. So it doesn't happen to them. The they, other well, artists. I, they had a good run. <laughs> you know, they did have a hit. I give them that. It was a big it's song. So good. That's a good song. Um, and they, uh, I, I want to say at least one of them is an attorney. Hmm. So anyway, good for them. Nice. That's kid. why they threatened to sue you. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But that I, I actually that wasn't on me. That was on on the boss at the time. Oh well. And he doesn't like when I tell that story because <laughs> I I think for a minute he was sweating it like he really screwed up. But anyway, uh, what what did you want to talk about? What so, did you want to talk so about? I, are you talking to me? Yeah. Um, I would like to discuss why you subconsciously choose women that I don't think you think you're going to end up with in the long term. Yeah, we were talking about this off the air yesterday. Um, I think and, we mentioned it as well on Monday's tangent. Did I? Yeah. yeah. therapy session, let's go. Well, because my, my therapist had a child care issue this week, so I couldn't go. So I'm feeling really introspective therapy and in my feelings. E. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I go to therapy every week. Well, lay down and I got you. Are both of your therapists back from maternity leave? Mine is. Is yours? Mine is and I'm ghosting her because I hate therapy because I don't like talking about my feelings. Okay. I thought it was helpful <laughs> for you though. Um, I go because I know it's a good thing to do in general, but talking about painful stuff is not my vibe and I make a lot of jokes and she yells at me and I don't want to be okay. anymore. All right. Well, are you sure maybe, maybe she's not the right one? You know, maybe I gotta tell the the hardest part is I hate talking about like heavy stuff. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, 
I have to fill someone else in like on all those things. Yeah, that is that is a thing. But it's probably better to set up a new baseline with someone who you connect with and who you because if you're not able to be fully transparent with your therapist then you're not getting the most out of it. I just don't like to talk about myself in that way. I, I end up asking her a lot of questions and it, it, it kind of flips. Like, oh, we, my therapist won't will yeah. not fall for that. I'm like, oh my god, no, you know, she are you getting sleep from the new bit, and it's just no. Like a whole thing. If I ask her a question, <laughs> she kind of looks at me and then pretends as though I didn't ask the question about oh, her. Like yeah. there is no, there are no turning the tables on her. I'm a shyster. I can I can really flip the conversation, and then she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I will tell you what's distracting about my therapist right now, and she doesn't listen to this. I don't think so. It doesn't really matter. But <laughs> she, you know, she we've been doing therapy remotely, which is not as effective in my opinion. It's Mm-mm. better than nothing, yeah. but there's something about, and I've told her this, there's something about being in the same room that her body language, right. and tr- it, I think she can control, it feels more intimate, it it feels, it, it doesn't, it feels very like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, uh, the, the screen sort of takes away a lot of the efficacy for me, but I'm still doing it because it's better than nothing. But, um, I know nothing about this woman. I thought maybe she was married. Then I don't think she is married anymore because just she was wearing a right. ring and now she's not. Then she had a baby. Right. I don't know about the baby. Right. Like, was she it a boyfriend? Was it a surrogate? Was it, you know, uh, did, did, was it like a, I don't know anything about where the, if she has another boyfriend or another husband or maybe she never got divorced or never had a husband. I don't know anything. And she, I've actually said this to her before. I've been like, you know what's weird for me is that I tell you all this personal shit about me and I know nothing about you. And she's like, well, that's kind of by design. You can ask me whatever you want and I'll decide if I can answer it or not. But she's like big on boundaries, which I just don't take the time to do it because I'm not going to... Yeah, I mean, it's not worth it. Like you, sh- you shouldn't. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, a ham. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just super curious. I know somebody else who goes to her. I recommended it. A, right. a, a, a friend who doesn't live here, and and um and she is the same way. She, we talk about it sometimes. It's yeah. like, don't you wish you knew more about doctor? Yeah. Do, when you were in person, this always made me really uncomfortable. Two therapists that I've had actually did this. Whenever you made a movement, and I don't know if you're, I'm diagnosed ADHD, so I don't know if you're as fidgety as I am. But every time I made a movement. They would like look and study it, and I felt like the movement was a big deal. And then no. I started to feel like I was being watched for like the way I was fidgeting based on what we were talking about, and that made me super uncomfortable. If she's doing that, she's not telling me. And if she mm-hmm. and if she takes notes, which I'm sure she does, she doesn't do it in front you of me. Probably can wow. sit still a lot better than me. I like have my legs up. And I don't know. Up, I used to show I'm... up with coffee. Like I'd show yeah. up with a cup of coffee oh, in my so hand. You're probably not fidgeting that. It was much coffee then. talk. You know what right. I'm saying? Coffee talk. But where I'm getting with this <laughs> is now. So now she's in her house, and she moved to a new house. And way in the background is a photograph. And it's kind of tilted, but she's got like a bookshelf behind her. Right. And way back there, it appears to be a picture with someone standing next to her Command holding a child. Three. Screenshot and zoom in. And so what I don't know is <laughs> what I'm looking at. Is that a, Am I finally going to discover what this man looks like that she's with? Is it a man? Is it a woman? Is that even her? And Or is it a family member? I don't know. But the picture is very distracting. And I almost told her, can you just move the picture dude because i really want to know it's very blurry mute yourself take a screenshot and we'll zoom in but if it's blurry it's not gonna you're not gonna see it no it's really blurry yeah. i mean there's probably a good reason yeah. she doesn't want you to know no about i mean most life, so. most psychiatrists and psychologists don't even have pictures of their family in their offices because it's like they don't really i mean look sometimes especially psychiatrists i mean you're not always dealing with you're dealing with people oh, yeah. who you know 
Um, it, un- unfor- where I'm going with this is, unfortunately, there have been instances where people they 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 violate the boundaries. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, so, I don't. I think I just like do a playful thing, but it's also awkward. My mom is a therapist. I don't know if you knew that, yeah. but um, she like when when I was in high school, she'd be at I was on the dance team, so she'd be at like the football game. Okay, and like students that she saw as clients would come up to her and be like, why are you here? And she's like, I I don't know. And they're like, do you have a daughter on palms? She's like, I could have a son. Like it was very weird for her because like she gets approached and, and, but a lot of, she's saying a lot of the younger millennials and Gen Zers are so pro therapy, which is awesome that they don't care. And they're like so openly, like they're paying her on Venmo and they write for therapy. They're like announcing that they have her as their therapist. That's good. That's amazing. She's seeing a trend where like everyone doesn't care anymore. So that's awesome. I do want to say, Kaylin, buckle up. Up trying to find a new therapist in Chicago. When I moved here, I was like, oh, I really need a therapist. I like called and the person was like, did you call before? And I was like, oh, I'll maybe. You. It's very easy. I said, maybe. And they were like, oh, well, don't lie to us. Just tell us. And I was like, hang up. I'm no. not going to you. No. And then another That's one aggressive. said, we have a six month wait list. Yeah. Like, what? It can wow. be. And a lot of practices are closed. It can no. be tough. It's, I, yeah. No, it's easy. I'm, I'm good at really? it. Really? Well, instead, I just went. Yeah. Oh, I called, a, I called quite it's, a few. Well, you don't call. There's like websites and stuff that help you. And yeah, psychology today is a good one. But I I tried that. And then when I applied for like three places, they were so mean to me. I cried after one call. And then I just met up Caitlin at that wine bar, got drunk, and just spilled my stuff to her. It yeah, worked. I'm free. Usually people use me for that. The other thing you can do is call the insurance company and yeah. they'll tell you who's mm. in network from the beginning. Mm. I do so. have a weird type of therapy, so it's hard to find oh. someone who does EMDR therapy. Okay. Like well, you can ask, though. I mean, yeah. it, might, it may help at least give you a lead because yeah. I didn't do that and I wound up really liking someone who's basically not in network and I pay her <gasps> cash and Whoa. I really don't it's really me. wish I didn't have to. And then I have to go beg the insurance company for the my copay, which is also unbelievable. But anyway, uh, welcome to the insurance companies in um, you know 2021. Distracted by it. And I have no business even knowing. It's none of my business. It's just, I'm just curious. You know, who is this person that I've been talking <laughs> to for four years? Um, anyway. And okay, I didn't even know she was you. pregnant until like five months in because we were doing Zoom and you don't see that part of her body. So when she's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant and I'm going to be out for three months. How do you feel about that? I'm like, you are? Like, Stand I never up. would have known. And I guess we talked about this too way back in the day. A lot of her patients, I shouldn't say a lot, there were enough patients that were upset mm-hmm. about her being pregnant that she had to bring it up. And I thought that was yeah. weird. She's like, how no, do you feel about me being pregnant? I'm like, I feel happy for you. I think, right? You wanted no. this? She's a like, yeah. A lot of people are scared to be without, and that's completely understandable. Meet somebody, and then I typically don't. And yeah, you know what? Maybe self-consciously, I choose people um, who are who are potentially not really... Long-term partners for you. On paper, they wouldn't necessarily fit the profile of somebody who would make sense for me long-term. And maybe I'm doing that subconsciously because... Of that exact reason, because well, then that's Years, right? no, and that's why, that's like, that's point. why this part of the yeah. thing is I actually like this person, I think she's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think she's really interesting, uh, she's a lot of fun. Um, but <laughs> and I actually, the more that I hang out with her, and we don't have we haven't hung out a lot, but like, I see okay, there's more, there's a lot more going on here. We met when we met, it was boozed and it was charged, and it was like. And then, so since then, it's kind of been like rewinding and actually conversing. And I actually like this person a lot. And I, I could see hanging out with this person. But I, uh, will, if I'm being really honest, and I've told her this too, I mean, what's it going to be like when she brings, she's 26 and she brings 40 oh, wow. year old home? What's my mom going to say if I bring a 26 year old home? You know, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're, it's We're not, not even, yet. right. Yeah. Nowhere even close to that. I've dated other people who I think are really cool and I'm attracted to them. But like, I just get this vibe that, 
I get really frustrated because I don't, I'm not promising anybody anything. In fact, I almost give people a disclaimer, like a reason not to like me. Mm-hmm. I almost set them up with the bad stuff from the beginning. Good luck with that, because girls are going to end up wanting it more. Which is not on purpose, but it's like, hey, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, not ready. Relationships. It's like, oh, you're not ready. You say I'm going to change you. Oh, yeah. And I tell I tell people, look, I'm 40 years old. I've never been married. I haven't had a lot of serious relationships. You. Like the target <laughs> is small. Me. I say this. I say this to everybody. The target's small. I'm really independent. It's going to have to be a slow roll. Like. <laughs> You got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you think this might work, then you got to be patient with me. Like, I want to date you now, Fred. Stop. I know. You You're turning Christy and I on. You got to give me some room. Like, let, let me come but to I you. I say all we this go shit. Back to therapy. And then what happens is I go on like a date or two, and then it's, well, well what are you doing Friday? What are you doing Saturday? What, oh, wow. what about Sunday? What they about Monday? ask for dates? I don't, and I'm, I'm, I'll do that. I'm flattered by that because it means that these people, like, I guess they like me, which is not a bad thing. But if I'm, of course they do. I just retreat. Like, I'm just going, you know what? I didn't promise this. I don't think I'm capable of it. And then it, and I already know that I'm not going to fulfill your needs. And so I just retreat. You scare easy. Because yeah. I just need someone to just go with it. And I've had a few people like that. And eventually they get tired of my shit and they, uh, <laughs> and they move on. And I can't really blame them for that. But I think I'm being really honest. I, I waited this long. I figure maybe I'll meet someone at clicks. If I date enough people, maybe I'll meet someone at clicks. But I, you know, what I wonder is if I'm choosing well, am I taking too many flyers? Yeah. Am I, you know, sometimes I'm in a fun mode. Sometimes I'm in a mode. I mean, it, just, it changes by the hour. Really. What, you, is that, what does that mean? Flyer? What do you say? Take a flyer like I'm like a random shot. Oh. Like a person, like just, uh, I got a friend, go out with them. Got it. And then I do, you know, like, I don't know, whatever, fine. I'll try it. You got know it. what I'm saying? But like. And and no one's doing anything wrong per se, but I'm also like really clear about you're not going to take a guy who spends 20 hours a day alone and likes it. You're not going to take that guy and turn him into codependent in a week. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Um, so I know what you like about being single. There's a long list. What do you like about being in a relationship? I would like to have... When you have been in one, what did you like about it? Like, I'm curious of your I liked that I had, like, a person. You know, that I was interested in their day, and they were interested in mine, and I was interested in their well-being and happiness, and they were, in theory, interested in mine. It tends to not necessarily... companionship. I tend to to commit to the ones who don't care about the other part, but, um, you know, I tend to to probably care more than they do, but... um, I, 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 and be, to be honest, and it, it's never actually really happened for me, but I would like to achieve a higher level of physical intimacy with someone because mm-hmm. most of the sex I have is just empty. But and I it's, just it's not that like, I don't care, that it doesn't feel good, or I don't like them. It's that it, it's not going to the next level. It's fun yeah. though, but it, no, and it's nothing against these people. Like, yeah. if any, it's, I'm really not dissing anybody. It's just like I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the quan. You know that reference? That's from Jerry Maguire. I'm quad. trying to get to the quad. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get one step ahead. I'm trying to get to elevate the game. Yeah, but again, I'm asking you, what did you like about being in a relationship? And you're I having gave a hard you two time things. answering. I gave you well, two things. Well, one, you say you want to get to this level, <laughs> but you haven't been there yet. So, so that would be I'm, a plus. I'm being your therapist. I'm giving you an exercise. No, and so just, that would be a plus for me, right? You that, haven't had that yet. I'm saying, what did you like when you were in those two serious relationships? Like, what about it other than asking about someone's day? Because I'm, I'm curious if you're really ready for a serious relationship, I guess, is where I'm going with that. I, <laughs> I like, let me answer this question like this. I liked what I'm trying to achieve. I like the idea of a further investment that leads to yeah. having a person on earth that's my person. That's what I'm after. 
that's what I'm not necessarily finding, and that's when I, I I can be easily spooked. I pick the wrong people. Right. I I'm I don't know. I'm just waiting for a click, and maybe that click is completely um, unattainable. Maybe maybe it's just I, at this point I I you know the target's so small I'm never going to meet it. But you know I, I will say people talk about codependent people all the time and how they can't be alone and how mm-hmm. that's a that's a bad thing. And and it is. I think I might be close to the other end of the spectrum where I really like being alone. That's a bad and thing too, though. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And yeah. and I'll tell you, people really, most people really can't understand that. I'm there. I'm there too. I'm scared. I'll never want to date anyone again because I love it so much. But people like they 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 give you pity for I, for that's that, what and I'm it's saying. and it's annoying because it's like no no no. No, I love I I love my life. I think it could yeah. be better, and I could enhance it I'm with the right person. But I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and I maybe just, I'll like, surprise myself. I truly wonder, like you know, and obviously don't be upset with me, but I truly wonder if you're actually ready for a serious relationship. Because if that list of the things you love about being single is still outweighing things, you know, for being in a relationship, then I don't know that you're ready. And maybe that's why you're picking. People that are like here for a good time, not a long time, you know? Yeah. Well. Which if you if you really are ready, I would suggest you write down the qualities that you would want in a mate, like manifesting and like either put it under your pillow or like put it somewhere you can see it. I'm serious. Yeah, this that'll stuff be good works. when a girl's over, she rips that out. Yeah, it's like laminated, you know, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, like, what's laminated. this? It's called manifesting and it I, works. What I did off of Kaylin's point is I wrote a letter to my partner yeah. before I met Javi of who I am, what I come with. That's beautiful. And what I'm looking for. And like a month later, he came into yeah. my life. So you A right, lot girl. of people have written this list and they say like, I either keep it in my pocket or I'm under my pillow or it's not bad I advice. can see it. It's not bad advice and, at all. And that per- a lot of people say the specific and get really specific. Like even if you yes. want a certain hair color, you oh, know, wow. they say that. And then like a lot of people it's worked for. It's worked in other ways. In my- Manifesting has worked in other Absolutely. ways in my life. So maybe. Absolutely. But again, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it's, you I know. Think you're no just harm, out here and no harm, fun. no foul. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, and and I certainly get mine hurt too. So it's not like it's you know, yeah, it's not like it's one way. But if you want to just have fun, just freaking have fun. Keep That's picking what I with that do. Pekka, Fred. Yeah, pick with that Pekka. But, you know, <laughs> what do you say with my Pekka earlier? too? I'm just trying to make sure my glizzy <laughs> stays attached. You know what I mean? Because some of these people are trying to break that glizzy off. Listen, know? I'm so proud of you. I I want everybody to just be getting it in all the time. That's what I wish for all of you. I miss sex. I know. Guys, it's been so it's long. Hard. You had I the mean, chance last week in Dubai. I know. I mean, Man. let's not, by the way, let's not put it out there that I'm like, I've turned into a porn star. Like, I'm, you know, <laughs> I I'm, I'm being, that. I know. I'm. There's certainly more activity than, than. You're just having fun, I said. You're right. No, I'm just, just throw I just. Me a partner, Fred. You have like so many of them. I just need one. Well, they're girls. I mean, if that's, you know. I'll take it, yeah. Okay, all right, Have you good. hooked up with, is this okay to ask? Have you hooked up with a girl before? A little bit. You don't have to answer. A little bit, yeah. A little, little bit. A little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. G-unit. Yeah. I'm attracted to both. Yeah. G-unit. G-spot. Just super pretty. Yeah. Oh, we'll oh you're to, pickier when it comes to women? Yeah, I don't know why. That's interesting. We'll have to get to that in the next tangent then. Yeah, that's super interesting. That is interesting. Why you'd be pickier about women than men. I don't know. I sh- huh. Low standards on oh, men. Oh, the next tangent. <laughs> yeah. Or sorry. On the next tangent. On the next tangent. <laughs> on the next tangent. Ayahuasca uh, in the desert. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest in riding, his jammies. Riding a metal donkey. <laughs> Mad Max. At Burning Man. Uh, all right, guys, that's uh, yeah, it. And, and send your questions, by the way. I guess now we actually have the prompt, which yeah. is cool. We'll so. answer the questions next time. Next time. 
Next time. Next time, everybody. Oh, Kaylin's talking about sex, too. Yeah. Okay. Next time. Kaylin, give it And we'll talk about Christy. Guys, I got to go. I got to talk about nutty coconut milk for Dunkin' Donuts. So Say it slowly. Next time. I can. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.